We are geek-centric, and you can be too. And welcome to our spoiler-filled review and discussion on Marvel's Black Widow. Uh, now, in our preview show, we kept it pretty simple, just talking about what worked and what didn't. But uh, for today, we're actually going to be going much deeper into different elements of the film and share our thoughts on specific moments, characters, and details, as well as what we think of this movie uh, and what it means for the MCU at large. So, with that said, if you haven't seen the movie yet, well... <laughs> What are you doing? Get out of the red room and listen to our spoiler-free preview, then watch the movie, then come right back here for your next assignment, as this will definitely contain some spoilers. Now, before I get to, you know, the synopsis and we get to the review, let me introduce you to my favorite, you know, drug-controlled super Russian spy. He's super tall. I didn't have—this is the first time I didn't have anything prepared. Justin. Привет, привет. Привет. What does that mean? Is that hello? Yeah. Did you just look it up? Привет. No, no. You just look. No, you knew. I knew wow, that. I didn't know you know Russian. I know. And then, and then, Kaktila is how are you? Kaktila. Kaktila. All right. Interesting. I'm probably um, butchering it, but uh, yeah, I know a little bit of Russian. That's that's. About if it. any of our Russian listeners can write in and let us know, <laughs> please. please. Um, <laughs> following the events of Captain America: Civil War, Natasha Romanoff finds herself on the run and forced to confront a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Romanoff must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. Uh, this movie stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, William Hurt, Ray Winstone, and Rachel Weisz. Um, so let's let's kind of start right at the top here. Let's start with sure. the plot. Yeah, uh, Justin. You know, we've obviously been. This was movie was uh, was pushed back as we talked about in our preview episode, and and you know, I think a lot of people had a lot of anticipation for the first Phase Four movie uh, from Marvel. What did you think of the plot? What did you like? You know, what were some of your favorite scenes and moments? Uh, you know, go for it. Yeah. Well, I, I, honestly, I, I think what I what I when I watched the movie, I looked at it through the lens of not as of right now you know, in the pandemic, I was like, okay, this was going to come after Endgame. This would have actually been a very refreshing movie. It would have just reminded us, you know, where the MCU kind of started in its sort of earth roots. It's very grounded right. story. But that being said, I do think that there are some flaws to this overall story that make it less of a send off for the Black Widow character and more of an introduction to new characters. Now, it was great to get a little bit more of an origin story to a character that has been in like six or seven different MCU right. films, uh, sure. you know, right off the bat, like being introduced to her uh, at a, such a young age in, in good old 1985 Ohio, I, I think, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. that's where it opens up. And, you know, to see, you know, a semblance of a family life, which would become like obviously a very underlining theme throughout the movie yeah. but to know that that's how young she was 
right? right. Like, I, I think, I think the uh, as an audience member watching it the first time, I was like, is she aware that she's like with Russian spies, right? And then right. once that reveal happens at, at the dinner table, and it's like, oh, so she's in on it. Like she, she knows, she knows yeah. that she's there for a mission, right? It's not just right. uh, uh, Alexi and uh, Melina that are in on this whole thing. Um, I also like how they played with the whole notion of Russians living amongst Americans. I guess it, it it's not that it wasn't true, but I think that there was a lot of hysteria in and around the Cold War time mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, it was Russia infiltrating. You know, we have shows like The Americans that also talks about that sort of stuff of, of like Russians living amongst uh, Americans to kind of understand their their way of life. So I, I liked that they, they implemented that into the MCU. I thought that was that was pretty was pretty clever right so yeah i mean they've they've used uh you know big moments in history before with with right. captain america and yeah. and you know we've seen that happen throughout the war and, and you know fighting nazis and things like that so yeah it's i think it's a great way to to utilize that and i think marvel's done such a good job with that in the comics so to see that in the movies makes a lot of sense and i think the uh the opening you know scenes uh i really enjoyed like just the entire even before getting to the title uh you know sequence mm. where we see sort of all these lovely little family moments and then right. they're juxtaposed with like the widow training at the red room. And, and, you know, we got that epic version of teen spirit by, uh, by Nirvana. I thought, honestly, I, I, I liked it. I honestly really enjoyed that sequence. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool how they sort of, um, they didn't, you know, they didn't have to tell an entire huge story with her as a kid. They, they no. gave you the, feeling and the understanding of what happened and then the cool thing is it doesn't just focus on her it focuses mm-hmm. on setting up this in this entire organization, organization. and yeah. all these these girls yeah. that are affected by this yeah um, so i thought that was I, really well done i i think we, we've talked offline I, I thought i thought it was a little heavy-handed to to go with the smells like teen spirit with a very sort of tragic sort of depressive uh tone it felt like it was just too on the nose for it i, I think there was a lot that was conveyed and and i, I enjoyed the the the, the the sort of to your point the montage sequence that helps to kind of create a passage of time to to your point to to establish how big this organization got and and the villain Drakeoff how he's so like connected in governments right so right like it, it it's it's already kind of setting the stage for what would be about you know your bad guy and what this real situation is uh, I I thought it was also very telling to kind of rip something that I think is is relevant in in today's news with the idea that you know girls and kids getting kidnapped and and you know being trafficked if you will and you know that's kind of where this sort of real element really ties into this story is is grounding it in something that does sort of affect us right. in, in today's life I, I loved in the montage sequence too just going back to that how they how they showed setting up their their false identities by like photographing christmas and summer holiday and yeah you know what i mean like yeah. in a studio and like making it look like they were the american family so and i they really call out to that in the in you know further later, in the movie yeah, when she yeah. talks about like yeah. you know i opened all the gifts even though i know there was nothing in it i was so yeah. excited for it yeah and it's just yeah. like it's living so... a lie it's it's yeah. living a lie and like you know they're yeah. they, it, that's that's essentially what it, it, it really comes down to right so and I also have to like just shout out like Mad Incredibles vibes all throughout both the beginning of the movie and then there's a sequence later on when 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 Alexi's putting his suit back on and it barely fits and I'm like this is straight out of the Incredibles this is yeah, Mr. Yeah. Incredible putting his suit back on but yeah. um but like I I also wanted to shout out like just the design of the the character like in terms of like um 
Natasha Romanoff when she's a little girl. I actually thought it was really cool and very subtle in terms of how they set her up with she had like sort of this like really different looking haircut, uh, you know, obviously dyed in a certain way. And I think that was really to establish for, you know, when you watch it the second time, you start to realize, oh, my gosh, no, she's already been through the training. She's already been through the Red Room a little bit um, mm. already. And so her living in you said it was Ohio that she they were yeah. in. Her living in Ohio, that's her making her own decisions. That's her never having the ability to change her hair or make her own decisions. So she does. And she kind of overdoes it like most kids do when they, you know, I I had blue hair one time when I was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good good way to look at it. See, on the flip side, the way I looked at it is that, you know, is finding an identity. She doesn't really have an identity. And she's, I think she's aware that she doesn't have an identity. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll come to see a little bit more later, like in the movie about like, you know her mother and and you know that there that there was a mother that she she does vaguely remember and and that has a backstory and you know i think that still you know knowing that she knew that you know she's carrying that with her but i think what this the opening does is establishing you know the semblance of a family mm-hmm. and as we go through the movie we start to see that they're a dysfunctional family right yes. like they're they're very you know dis- disconnected and and I think that, that that opening up with that and as we move through the, mo- the the narrative and we see, you know, as much as she wants to reject them as, no, you weren't my family. You were just, we were just a mission. We were a team. That's all we were supposed to do. Um, she comes to that realization um, that, that they are family. Yeah, like I think I think the, 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 the start of this is got, is really, gets really good. And then once we get into it, I feel like it, it kind of, speeds up slows down speeds up slows down throughout Mm -hmm. you know after we get through that first introduction um you know we 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 kick things off by just seeing that you know she's on the run she's hiding thaddeus ross is there and yep i like i really liked how they did that sort of yeah um they tricked us and ross at the same time same time yeah yeah that was cool yeah it was really well done it was a lot of fun Um, Yeah. yeah and then and i just wanted to kind of jump ahead though to uh to to the introduction of, of Taskmaster, like yes, did you jump? Because I jumped when that when that when that bomb went off or whatever it was, a rocket oh, on shot the bridge, her, right? Yes. In, on the bridge, I literally was like shocked out of my seat, and yeah. I thought it was was so 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 well done. Like I think it was the, a surprise. Uh, it was definitely a surprise. I, I mean, I and and I just think like his or her fighting style, the Taskmaster's fighting style, and we can it's spoilers, so we can say her. Um, yeah, that was so hard in the, by the way, in the spoiler free, not to say her all the yeah, time. No. We well, let's, let's talk about that. Right. Like, you yeah. know, okay. So we're, we're talking about this fight with taskmaster, you know, later yeah. in the, in the movie, it's revealed that it's Drakeoff's daughter who Natasha thought she killed plus Drakeoff yeah. way back in Budapest. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Budapest in a sec, but, uh, uh, I, I think that that reveal and tying taskmaster taskmaster to, to, you know, Natasha's past, makes her really relevant and and now i'm i'm interested in seeing where she's gonna go and we'll talk about that later oh we'll get to that for <laughs> yeah, sure we'll get to that but but, but so but cool just, right like oh, i like dude. that and and i just here's the thing uh in our in our spoiler free like i mentioned how she's she's underutilized and yes. how i would have rather her be the main villain or just taskmaster be the main villain because i think that character is so huge in the comics and so to see them sort of sidelined like this was i think one of the downfalls of the movie but I will say 
seeing them fight, seeing her fight like Captain America and then Black Widow. I saw Black Panther in there, obviously, later yes. on with the claws. You also see her do Bucky's knife flip move at one point, which yes. is so cool. And then, of course, Hawkeye with her with the with the bow and arrow um, yeah. in the in the chase scene. And even how it's captured, like with the camera hitting the same angles, like when Taskmaster, um, you know, does the, the kick thing with the shield and then raises it up. It actually the camera actually moves in in that slow pan in the exact same way we see with Steve Rogers whenever he blocks something. Yeah. So it's just so cool to kind of see how they they managed to capture the movie in that way and, and really focused in on that as part of as part of showing off all the Avengers fighting styles within that character. I just I don't know. It was great. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that her fighting style and her choreography, they, they definitely implemented as many of the Avengers that we know into that style as 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 far as like you know black panther is mo most recent right but like yeah captain america with the shield the arrows for sure um yeah i thought i thought that was a delightful sort of surprise and, a, and an interesting reveal i kind of had a sneaky suspicion that it was going to end up being a girl but i really? didn't know that it was going to be yeah i just i just thought it was very interesting that there was no voice to the character there was no sort of like real identity um and you know he's surrounded by women you know why would it be a guy do you know what I mean? Like sure. the red room is made up of, of entirely uh, women. Um, so I, I thought there would have been some sort of reveal. It was just who was it going to be really, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, and can I just point out, like, I think, again, seeing seeing the character in the, the battles, the fighting styles and just the, the amount of acrobatics that they go through and all that stuff is so cool. But it is it does feel like Marvel recycling a little bit in terms of it's it's Bucky again. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, I guess so. It's yeah. a woman Bucky. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like yeah, I agree. It's I agree. very much what what we're looking well, at there's, here. There's a the lot. Of, there's a lot yeah. that I think in this this story feels very, um, very recycled. Uh, while we're just talking about fighting, I, I do want to. Yeah. You know, we talked about it extensively, I guess, in in the preview show. But another huge shout out to the fighting choreography with Florence Pugh and and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and oh my gosh, Scarlett in that Johansson. first in that first that fight. first fight was so oh! raw and so gritty, and it felt it felt very, um, it felt very Ultimate Fighter style. Yes, you know there's I mean? a sequence. Right, dude. Like even just how this obviously was very visceral. There's a moment where um, where Florence Pugh, um, Yelena is is like in, on the sink or something, right? Yeah. And she just lets out this huge scream and grabs a plate and smashes Sash it over her, yeah. Natasha's head, yeah. and then you know throws Natasha into that door frame, and yeah. her leg looks like it's about oh, to like the way, break the off. Way, the, the way that body flies into that door oh frame, it gosh. was it was unreal. And and we talked about it you know, already, like in the press conference, you know, Kate Shortland talks about how the choreography needed to feel a little dirty and, and more human, and I yeah. think that they really achieved that really really well so but then again you know that's that's one fight sequence that stood out as being very very raw and visceral but then after that they all kind of start to kind of take on a more superhero approach when you start getting taskmaster involved as we've described already like his yeah. his style uh you know mimicking a variety of different avengers so you know they they had different pulses for sure um okay. I, I was mentioning budapest uh and yeah. its reference in the plot and mm -hmm. i think that it, what i really liked too is that they they pulled all those like small little easter eggs from from natasha's past you know uh the the budapest stories you know there's right. arrows in the wall right like well, what, well they what were gun? playing like they were playing like tic-tac-toe 
or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they were playing tic tac toe, hiding out in in, in 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 the subway, or when they're at the house. Like, what gun does that? Oh, that's not a gun. That's arrows. Like, I just loved how they they tied in the Budapest reference that was so heavy in Avengers to to her narrative here, and you know, bringing her back. I love that they they did a little bit of digging and tried to connect those dots of things. Like, you know, there's red in your ledger. That's obviously a term that they they used. I thought that yeah. was really interesting how heavy that was. So mm-hmm. it, it was nice that, you know, all the groundwork for Natasha's past was 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 established and and they just kind of plucked these little things and, and implemented them here, uh, which, you know, I thought was really great. And it really helped to to in that scene when you're talking about red in your ledger, like we know that as a terrible, horrible, horrible thing, thing for her. Yeah. But he he, he, he sees it as yeah. blatantly sees it as like such Success. a good dripping red, <laughs> and it's just like it's your so your funny. ledger must be dripping it's, red. Uh, uh, it was good, so yeah. good, so, so good. good. I don't know. What did you think of this whole chemical compound? Like how they were all all yeah. sort of like <laughs> it did seem a bit easy, didn't it? Like, it did just, uh, in terms it, of how to bring yeah. back those characters. Yeah, like it it, it all felt very very easy. Um, I don't know. The th- I think the general thing that I would say about this whole plot, after watching it a second time, it it seems very safe. It's fresh but safe almost. It's yeah, it's fresh yeah. and it's it's soft enough that it doesn't need to be which again, I think the biggest the biggest flaw with this entire movie is is time. You know, Kevin was saying it in our spoiler free that time is going to be the biggest detriment to this movie and I honestly think it is because of already how much the audience has seen of what is what is part of phase four uh this feels like a very lackluster and not because of anything else other than it just does a disservice to to Black Widow's character I don't know man I felt like they I felt like this was a really proper send-off and and it really sets up Yelena properly for for what's but that's coming. but that's what i mean that's that's the bigger purpose of of this movie it wasn't about black widow as much as it was about introducing characters like uh yelena alexi and the red guardian taskmaster uh, you know it, it just didn't feel like the send-off that black widow deserved the story of black widow was just more of a conduit to introduce these characters that i think are going to have a lot more of a longevity in the mcu in phase four Okay. So. Well, listen. Speaking of characters, um, you know. Yeah. Let's talk. About I think that. let's kind of dive into that. I, yeah. I, what I'd love to do, honestly, is actually just sort of maybe you know we talked extensively about the characters in our spoiler free. So why don't we do this? For this, let's talk about characters uh, and and maybe our favorite plot moments with those characters. Like, what were some standout moments with with each character? Um, the one that I want to just kind of jump into, if it's okay, like. I just wanted to shout out, and we talked a little bit about it on the spoiler free. But like when Yelena, when Yelena, when they're in like the, I don't know, they're in like some sort of convenience gas store, station, yeah, right, like gas a, station, yeah. and Yelena is just like she gets down on the ground and she's like, "Why do you always, why do you always do this with your with your yeah, hair? Why do you and pose like this? You're yeah. such a poser." And I just, I love how every single time that came up, it was so well done. Um, but I also wanted to just shout out. Florence Pugh's acting ability and just her ability to show really funny moments. Um, I, the moment with the vest when she's like, she's like, it's a cool, it's a good vest. Like, I like this vest. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was just, again, showing like how much she never gets to do anything for herself. 
Um, but then I just got a shout out as well with uh, with her and Alexi sitting in the room when he's trying to apologize oh, yeah. to her, and she's sitting there and she's burying her soul. She's like, she's like, it was real for me. You were everything to me. You know, like for 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 you, I was just some annoying thing that you had to do, a mission, a but job, like, yeah, a job. But to me, you were everything, and and here you are being the you know Captain Crimson or whatever. And then he <laughs> he's just like he's just like. It's uh, it's a uh, red guardian. Yeah, <laughs> <It's just> so <laughs> freaking good. I mean, yeah. Alexi also is just such a standout. What about you know? Were there any phenomenal moments with well, with well Alexi for you? So like, just to kind of hone in on Florence for a sec here, like mm. she was probably one of the most outstanding characters in this movie, and for me, the highlight, uh, which yes. is very interesting considering she's not the main character, and of course, Natasha Romanoff's Black Widow is the main character. So mm-hmm. that being said, she had such range to her acting. She was comical. She was emotional. Uh, she knew how to act those drama moments. She brought the action and the choreography. And, you know, to a certain degree, it, it, it reminds us that Black Widow is also human because of that connectivity that she sure. has, yeah. uh, you know, after seeing her paired up with so many superheroes. So. Um, right. I think I think she 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 helped ground the film that much more with just how real she was, right? Like when they're when they steal the car, and he's and she's like, "You can't just steal a car," like you know. She's like, "What do you want me to do? Chase him down so I can uh, you know give it back to him? Unsteal it, or like or like when 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 they're sitting there and and Natasha's like, "Put your put your your seatbelt on," and she's like, "You're such a mom," you know. It's and the vest. It really just shows how how connected they are as yes. sisters even though they've been away from each other for each other, so long yes. and then they can still have these quips back and forth and and that was oh, that man. was that was very much the the part that i did enjoy about the movie is those yeah. human moments because it it does remind us that they're they're human characters and also that what they actually did have was family right yeah. so i think florence Pugh, like she she killed it she was she was the highlight of this movie close second to that is alexi oh my gosh. uh alexi was so funny and just you know the right amount of of superhero super soldier that we needed in in this film for and like especially played by like a big brooding russian guy um <laughs> who feels like his country you know abandoned him and left him yeah. you know like left him for for dead in the prison system and you know like him arm wrestling those guys while he's oh, getting yeah. the back tattoo like i don't i don't know if that's really a good idea to be doing that cuz that's not going to come out right <laughs> Um, he doesn't care. It's on his he back. Doesn't he doesn't see it. No, but yeah, I, I yeah. love I love his like his infinity to want to be you know associated with Captain America because he is a super soldier and right. you know he he has war stories that he wants to share that don't actually exist. Like I love when someone calls him out. He's like he was still in ice, right? And he's just <laughs> like, you're, are you saying you don't believe me? Yeah, right. And or when he sees so uh, what he sees uh, Natasha and he's like, so uh, has he asked about me? Has he has he mentioned me? And she and she's like, who? Captain America, you know, it's like this, you know, friendly competition, you know, yeah. men, are, you know, like he feels like he he's he's in that same sort of tier, but obviously he's not Steve no. Rogers, of course, right? So Definitely not. Yeah, I thought I, I love that, and I and and so here's another little tidbit that I didn't want to necessarily bring up on the spoiler free, but in that press conference, uh, he did like it was asked and it was implied. You know, would you would you want to come back? And he said he would love to come back. And he sees his character showing up in something like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier sort of time right. storyline. And and I think that is probably the best place for him now that we have have that. And I think I think that's a great idea. You know, with everything that they seem to be planting 
you know, in this film and in, in another series, it's very likely that they could bring bring him back, right, in some capacity. Uh, yeah. And I think that that's great. And I, and you know, I, I would love to see more of his character now, right? It, right. It, like it, it was so good, and and that's what I mean. Like they did such a great job of establishing these characters and, and almost making them a standout in comparison to Black Widow in her own movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but again, dude, it's uh, again. You seem to be going back and forth because I'm hearing you say, uh, you know, there were m- really great human elements. It reminds us that she's human, and then you're also saying like it didn't feel robust enough, but it did. I think it was perfectly sized for Natasha Romanoff. I mean, even in the MCU, I've found that like Natasha Romanoff, we've gotten, we've seen her progress definitely. Like from her first introduction in in Iron Man where she's like this sex symbol and now all the way to what we're getting in this I just I don't know man I I I think this was really really well done and and I think it was appropriately sized but I just want to quickly get back cuz we're we're having a banter here I want to get back to the the family dynamic two things I really want to just call out again um the the scene the scene where they're sitting at the table and you just instantly like they're having dinner and it's just like Melina just says you know Natasha don't slouch, don't slouch and then, yeah. or like and then Alexi when he's like I just got out of prison and I have a lot oh. of energy <laughs> and you just see <laughs> Natasha and and Yelena just like oh my god like why like why are you doing this um and then I also wanted to shout out um I really love when movies and I mentioned this in the in the uh the spoiler free I think or no I think uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different podcast now we've done a million podcasts in the past week um <laughs> I I really do like when movies have that that sort of um uh book ending in the narrative in the writing right and so at the beginning of this movie you see um you see the two of them uh, playing, playing and, and they're upside and, down. Right? We're both and then upside, upside down. down. Yeah. yeah, and we're both upside down. And so when, oh when at the end, when Yelena says we're both upside down, I mean that was so lovely. I I was yeah. Uh, and I, then I, when, I, and then when yeah. and then she's like, it was real for me too. Yeah, I welled up. Like again, I think but that's see, those, the best part of this movie for sure. Is, that is, is the best part of this movie. Yeah. Is, is the best part of the movie. I I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm saying that the plot and the elements around it, the villain, the the sort of the issue that's going on here. Sure. Not as strong. It, it it felt yeah. much thinner than these mm-hmm. real elements that we got, right? And like Nate, you're absolutely right. Like it's that family connection is what drives this movie forward for me, at least. That's those are the right. parts that I like. Um, but yeah, that that dinner table scene uh, is fantastic. It, it, it's so I love how she's trying to be tough. Like, listen, this is what's going to happen. And then yeah. you know, Melina interjects, Natasha, don't slouch, right? Like, and it's <laughs> like, hey, you're not my mom. You don't tell me. Yeah. You know, I'm not slouching, right? So yeah. I just love though that like in that moment, you can see your own sort of like family dinners with your siblings and the the parents bickering and you know mm-hmm. kids bickering and stuff like that it was it just it, it again the human element to this was was by far the standout and these characters brought it that that's the highlight here is is that the the characters brought the dynamic and helped elevate this story making it far more interesting yeah, yeah I, I think that this this is a well-casted movie and well acted apart from from Ray Winstone, who who plays Dracoff. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, we, we dragged him through the mud quite a bit in our spoiler free. But if you want to, yeah, if there's anything else no, you want to say, about... I, he was the he was no, that's that's just it. He was yeah. he was the weakest part. Uh, yeah, it, the movie does not need him, and I think if you've seen the movie, if you've mm-hmm. watched it, you would you would Which probably you, hopefully agree you that. have by now. Yeah, hopefully you <laughs> yeah. have. But yeah. you know, he, he, it, it wasn't necessary. Taskmaster was more of a threat, and it's just a matter yeah. of how much depth they wanted to give. 
but you see the reason why they had him around so that they could justify that of Taskmaster being a woman and sure. having a family connectivity mm. to him. With the daughter. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, okay, well, listen, let's uh let's get to that post credit scene. Uh and and you know, cause it it really wouldn't be an, an MCU discussion if we didn't talk about the bigger picture. So, you know, as as this movie was meant to kick off phase four for the MCU films, and now that things have sort of been shifted around and and we get that intriguing end credit scene, you know, let's talk about some of the implications we think it might have for the MCU going forward. Um, so, I mean, again, like just for, for, you know, uh, a synopsis, like you see in the post credit scene, Yelena gets out of a truck, uh, her dog's name Fanny, by the way, which yeah. is, was one of the, um, alter egos that Mason was trying to pawn off on Natasha, which I thought was such a cool little callback and really cute. And, um, and like she has a dog, which she said she was going to get a dog and, um, but she goes uh, up to the the gravestone, which is, by the way, I believe it's in the same graves graveyard as her real mom. Well, yeah, there um, was a there was mention of the tree with uh, with, with the, the pink with the pink on it, blossoms, and you yeah. see that. Yeah. So I think that's where she was. She, uh, of course, she, you know, she has a really heartfelt moment, and then you just you just hear Val blowing her nose and just not because she's crying but because it's uh it's allergy season she she says i wanted to deliver you uh your next target and and they kind of quip about you know she wishes yelena is like I, I i deserve a raise or whatever so clearly she's working with val or she has been working with val um because she can never get out of that lifestyle and so um she hands her you know an, an older ipad uh, and it's got a picture of hawkeye on it um so hawkeye Justin, Hot, well, he's a hot guy because uh, she does. Val literally says the last line of the movie. She says, I think he's pretty cute. And so um, so so what do you think this means going forward for the MCU? Well, I think they've established that the maybe the villain in in um, not the villain, but I guess the antagonist, if you will, mm-hmm. in Hawkeye series will be Elena. Elena. Yeah. Um, I think that 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 effectively establishes that or she'll have some sort of involvement in that series. Yeah, you know, the, we had talked about when we saw the Falcon and Winter Soldier in the introduction of uh, Valentina uh, as being kind of like lackluster, if you underwhelming, will. Yeah. underwhelming, right? Yeah. I, I think. Imagine if we saw this first, wouldn't this have been more underwhelming? Like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, they didn't really give any sort of background or justification as to who she was, not like they did in, you know, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do you think? Do you think this was? Do you think maybe there were parts of this recut? Well, that's what I'm wondering, right? Like to, I'm wondering to if... make it seem more more seamless throughout, right? Right. Um, there's that moment where she does the the whistle that she did. They did when they were kids, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought we were gonna hear the whistle back. Like I thought the the big pop was going to be. I completely forgot that we were gonna see Val in in this movie because I yeah. remember we talked about it during uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and so like. When it, when it was Val, I was like, oh, okay, it's not Natasha back alive again. I don't know how they would explain that. But um, but I will say it is cool. I think it is a really cool dynamic. I think it works. I think she, um, you know, having them work together and establish that quickly, I think is going to be really cool. And I also wonder if it means that we're going to get any sort of connection to Taskmaster and um and secret agent or whatever his name is a u.s agent or u.s agent no i, I think US agent. so i think seeing val is more of that implication right like i right? think she's going to be the like the nick fury of this next phase that's the bringing together yeah exactly yeah. like like a, a band of of misfit heroes that you know 
are trying to do right. You know what I mean? Like I, I we, we, we got Zemo already, right? right? We have, we have us agent, you mm-hmm. know, we'll have taskmaster. We'll and have Elena, Elena right? Yeah. Like, y- y- so it's, it's like a pretty dope team, right? To be going yeah. up against, uh, against whoever, whoever, whoever else, whoever else formed. they decide to incorporate into yeah. it. But it's just, you know, in terms and of those like, implications, are all the black, wi- are all the widows also a part of that regiment? Like, who knows? Because you think about it, they're following Yelena, right? So, well, so I, now I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we're not going to see some of them pop up in mm. in stories that are going to either, you know, find either find their way or revert back into being a uh, you know a hired weapon. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, honestly, it's it is one of those things where like clearly Yelena can't can't not be, <laughs> be doing that lifestyle. Like she had the opportunity to to not you know yeah. work with Val but clearly she still does maybe there's aspects about it that she unfortunately misses and how long uh, a little bit of Stockholm syndrome right sure. of, of like falling in love with that lifestyle when she actually hates it um yeah and for how long and 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 you know what is the reasoning behind it so I'm, I'm really excited to see how that all sort of connects um I'm wondering if if this is also the last time that we see Mason uh, we talked about that in the preview. I don't think, you think so. Do you think Mason's going to come back for some reason? I think I think that that it's safe to say that he potentially could come back, but yeah, his character minor was minor, it's pretty minor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he was doing it, he'd probably we'll get a whole series on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, <No>. right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like and uh, you know that 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 end credit scene has some some really deep implications to the MCU and the Phase Four and you know what they're doing. I feel like you know given what we've already seen with like the multiverse. Uh, and you know we're now in Loki. Mirrored that with with the sort of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now this film with yeah. the real world. I think we're seeing you know two sort of sets of things happening: stuff on Earth right. versus stuff you know galactic, right? And sure. I think at some point those are going to collide. Whether that be something like the Eternals or you know what I mean, like just some. I feel like there's there's going to be some sort of mer, you know convergence of these these elements, right? Because you know when it comes to the Disney Plus series, we still have things like Ms. Marvel on the horizon, mm-hmm. uh, She Hulk, right? Yeah. You have the Hawkeye series. I, those are probably going to be more of the real world stories versus sure. the sort of galactic, you know, multiverse sort of stuff. And I also wonder, you know, is how long until Yelena is no longer the antagonist uh, to to Hawkeye and to his sure. daughter? Like, like I'm wondering, you know, how long until she she becomes, you know, a good character? So it would be kind of interesting to see, you know, um, if that for you know if 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 they do really focus in on is this the passing of the torch phase right. as well, right? So it's multiverses. The first half is multiverses, and the second half is passing of the torch, moving to, you know, bringing in some of these young Avengers, yeah. right? Bringing in your Miss Marvel, bringing in your, Le- your, your Lena, bringing in your, you know, your... Um, the new your, ensemble team, right? right? Your Patriot, yeah. right? Bringing yeah. in Eli yeah. Bradley uh, to, to kind of really start to move forward and and maybe that's in a new Disney Plus series. But, sure. You know, I, I feel I like think the ones. I, I feel like as an ensemble, we'll see that as a film, right? Yeah, like that's that's going to be more of a film thing, and I think they've already made that pretty clear in terms of like how Feige has talked about theater experiences versus the you know the Disney the Disney Plus streaming properties. But I think the the one thing is is that you know the passing of the torch mentality. I, I like that it's a little less on the nose but like it's yeah. just implied as we get introduced to new heroes that sure we as fans of of comics and their stories know where they might be heading with 
with the sort of you know selection of heroes they want to tell stories with. So like yeah, I mean, young they, adventures or or you know these heroes either retire or they die, like, right. and then and that's their that's their natural way of bringing them in. So, right. um, but no, like I, I gotta say, like um, as we kind of wrap up this here. I'm really, 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 really stoked to see more of Florence Pugh in the MCU. Me too. To see Elaine yeah. again. And do you think do you think we're gonna get to see Alexi again? I think so. I honestly think that he would be amazing to bring into something like the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like they were already talking right. about they were already talking about other super soldiers, right? Yeah. So like, you know, the fact that Russia has their own super soldier, you know, that that you know, that can feed into that story, whether it's in Cap Four or, you know, a series. But I personally I think there's enough there that I would like to see a series about about, about Alexi. Alexi? <laughs> I could yeah. you, you David Harbour yeah. is fantastic. He could yeah. carry that. He could yeah. totally carry that. And it doesn't need to be a long one. Think of Book right. of Boba Fett. I think it's like four or six episodes. Right. right. Like not even. So it's like you could tell a small story because people loved his character. I think well, yeah. I think people will love his character. We don't we don't know yet, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going to love his character and yeah. you know, he's already Hopper and everyone right. loves Hopper, right? So it's like yeah. it's like you can't not like it's it was nice to see him kind of flex a different muscle and sure albeit the Russian accent's a little thick, but you know, he did a good <laughs> job with it and you know, yeah. maybe maybe me. maybe both maybe the two of them, you know, Florence Pugh and David Harbour, they sort of toned down the accent just like as you they know, go yeah sure. as they just go like, kind uh, of like wanda. A, um, um, a wanda maximoff did <laughs> sure. so yeah um but yeah i i think i think it's i think it's very likely we'll see him but we'll see him in a very unlikely way okay all right uh well listen at the end of these uh spoiler filled reviews um more than just does it live up to the hype we like to give our our final thoughts and our scores um so we're going to be scoring this movie on a scale of one to five widows uh justin what did you uh, What did you want to rate this movie? Well, I think I'm going to be giving this score. A, it's It's a little bit lower than than probably what you're anticipating here, um, and that really just stems from the fact of 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 a couple different things. Like I, I've talked in great detail here wh- how I liked uh, the characters that that were established in this, uh, the real human human approach to to telling the story. However, I think all of this kind of outshined the point of trying to give Black Widow her her film um i i i think that this this was a very subpar send-off for the character and it just didn't feel like it was really intended for that okay and for that reason i'm going to give this film a 3.8 out of five widows Whew. all right under four really yeah like honestly it, it okay. really stems from the fact that this movie felt more like it was intentional to set things up rather than being that send off or that that really focused story about Black Widow. Now don't get me wrong, I, I liked what they they implied and, and what they layered in, but it just didn't feel like it was a movie about Black Widow. Mm. And y- you want to mm. also factor in the, the 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 whole reality that this is just an ill-timed you know solo story. It feels like they're just doing it for the sake mm. of doing it rather than it being purposeful and I wanted it to actually have a meaning to it. Um, I, I just don't know if if what we're going to remember about this movie is Black Widow's story or if it's going to be these characters. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. No worries. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I mean, I mentioned this in our spoiler-free review, but I'm, I'm just really happy with how the movie turned out. I think Natasha Romanoff, again, hasn't always been a standout for me in the MCU. Um between me growing to love Scarlett Johansson more and more. I mean, trust me, like her 
her acting in early MCU movies for me was was very um it wasn't good. It wasn't I don't think it was that great. And I just think obviously she's grown up quite a bit as an actor as well. And so um you know, I've grown to love her more and more with her work like in in Jojo Rabbit and everything like that. So um you know, I think this movie confidently does what it sets out to do. And it's a solid movie that, as I said, elevates Natasha Romanoff while setting up her successor in Yelena uh, Belova. So um, I think it lives up there as one of the better solo adventures as, you know, an origin story in the MCU. Sure. And I, yeah. I yeah. think the action and the spectacle live up to movies like Mission Impossible and the Bourne films. And like those are that's a big deal when you're you know, when you're talking about the action sequences. And I understand that's separate from the story for you. Um, I, had a, I had a ton of fun with the new characters and. You know, obviously, a few of them stole the spotlight, as we've clearly been talking about. Um, but I, you know, I think I think the movie still felt like a proper send off for her character. What brings this movie down for me uh, is the copy and paste Bond villain uh, Drakov, and of course, the misuse and underutilization of of Taskmaster, cutting that character down to again essentially a female Winter Soldier. Um, so again, Taskmaster, don't get me wrong, was so cool, and I think they could have found a better way to focus on on her instead of making her a, a side villain. So for all these reasons, uh, I'm going to give black widow a four out of five widows. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Nice. Awesome Good job, Marvel. All right. Well, we're, we're going to wrap up. And Justin, I think earlier you were saying Budapest, um, by the way, dude, it's Budapest. Okay, get it right. All right, right, right. <laughs> well, Budapest. Yeah, that's it for us. We hope you enjoyed this spoiler-filled discussion for Marvel's Black Widow. And if you did, be sure to leave us a five-star review because we do everything we can for you girls. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was that good? <laughs> yeah, can I, I be it. in the movie? Uh, uh, yeah, your Russian accent. Yeah. Um, well, also, <laughs> if you uh, if you enjoyed if you enjoyed this episode and you want to check out more uh, that us geeks are up to, uh, we have a lot to offer. A lot of content on the podcast right now. Uh, along yeah. with our regular episodes, we have two watch clubs ongoing uh, where we reca- recap the latest of Star Wars: The Bad Batch. I think we just launched uh, episode ten. We're going to be hitting eleven. This this coming Monday, but episode ten's yes. out for your enjoyment, mm-hmm. and uh, we have Loki, our ongoing Loki Watch Club as well. Uh, yep. We dropped episode four uh, last week, and by the time this episode's out, episode five should be out. Yeah, it'll be out. I don't know if our episode for Watch Club will be out. We'll see. We're oh, gonna yeah. try. We'll see. We're gonna yeah. try. We'll see. I'm stoked we'll though, hopefully. It's, <laughs> as of this recording, it's tomorrow. And if you've been following Loki, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, man, it's I'm all. So it's, yeah, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna tune in for that one because we're gonna have Darcy on, and uh, yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's our Marvel expert, so it's gonna be good to have him on for the penultimate. Um, not only that, we do have our reviews for Pixar's Luca and Disney's Monsters at Work, uh, and with even more review and reactions on the way. So make sure you're subscribing, guys, because uh, Geek-Centric Podcast, uh, we were recently just uh, featured this week in New and Noteworthy, Ooh. which is pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Neat. Yeah, we showed up in the New and Noteworthy. I had to have my wife, who doesn't have the podcast app, yeah. just list the podcast. I'm like, can you download this app and check? And she's like, just, just no, check. yeah, you're there. You're there. <laughs> so yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. It feels it feels good. So, yeah, a lot of content coming. Very cool. Well, listen, uh, again, we hope you enjoyed all this. But for now, much like Natasha, we have to leave, board the Quinjet, and rejoin our other family. So, Justin, thank you so much for joining me for today's spoiler-filled review. And as we say, love ya.
Peace.